Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey now, here's some all-stars. Some of you have been waiting a long time for this. The chance to capture that elusive victory. And it's time for a Paris wedding. Hey, bitches. Look who's getting married. Whoa. I'm Jared Hall from Entertainment Weekly, and here's what to watch on Thursday, November 11th. We're counting down today's top three must-see picks from TV and movies. But first, your entertainment headlines. Tis the season for... First looks, I guess. We have a lot of them at EW.com, including the first images for the second Downton Abbey movie, the trailer for season 15 of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, the trailer for season 4 of Jurassic World Camp Cretaceous, a sneak peek at Matt Ryan's new character on DC's Legends of Tomorrow, and Adele's upcoming CBS special where Oprah also interviews her. And we'll have more on that tomorrow. We also got our first glimpse at Netflix's Jonas Brothers Family Roast, this clip featuring Pete Davidson and host Kenan Thompson. So you're a fan. Oh, I'm a huge fan. I listen to the Jonas Brothers every time I'm in a supermarket. Uh, I mean, show some respect, okay? Nick's a legit actor now. He's won everything from a Kids' Choice Award to a Teen Choice Award. Yes, very good. Did you know, uh, you know, Nick even had a hit called uh, Jealous, uh, though it would have been way more believable if Kevin was singing it. Uh, <laughs> and hopefully there's a lot more of those laughs to come when that roast premieres November 23rd. Despite Chris Stapleton winning four big awards at Wednesday's CMA Awards, Male Vocalist, Album for Starting Over, and Single and Song of the Year for that album's title track, he was shut out of Entertainer of the Year. That honor went to Luke Combs. Kelsey Ballerini took home Music Video and Musical Event of the Year awards for Half of My Hometown, her collaboration with Kenny Chesney. Brothers Osborne were honored as Duo of the Year, while Old Dominion won Group, and Carly Pierce won Female Vocalist of the Year. And Jerry Douglas, the actor best known for playing patriarch John Abbott on The Young and the Restless, died Tuesday after a brief illness. He was 88. Douglas joined the cast of YNR in March of 1982. His character was killed off in 2006, but he made ghostly returns to Genoa City. He last appeared on the series in 2016. Douglas's early TV credits include gigs on The Donna Reed Show and Gunsmoke. He also appeared on a bunch of cop shows, including Dragnet 1967, SWAT, and Police Woman. His feature credits include roles in JFK, Avalanche, and Mommy Dearest. An accomplished singer, Douglas recorded an album called The Best Is Yet To Come. For more on all of those stories, plus other news reviews, interviews, and more, head on over to EW.com. All right, folks, how about we head to Paris 
for today's number three pick, Paris Hilton, that is. She's been an actress, a model, a singer, a DJ, and an entrepreneur, but now the heiress is adding a new role to her roster, Bride. The new docuseries, Paris in Love, follows Hilton's journey to the altar with fiancé Carter Ream and the unexpected twists and turns along the way. Those include the trials and tribulations of wedding planning, her mom Kathy's interventions, and maybe even cold feet. That's not hot. Here's a preview. You gonna plan a honeymoon? I was thinking like swim with sperm whales. Sperm whales? No, it sounds, uh, whales, big whales. She's crazy. I'm the luckiest guy in the world, aren't I? Yes. You're supposed to say I'm lucky too. YOLO! Around weddings, people go a little cuckoo. Ah! I'm thinking I would want probably 75 people. Total? No, I'm saying my friends. What? <laughs> had saved the dates made. What? This looks like a dog's birthday party. All the venues are getting booked up. I'm gonna end up getting married at like Chuck E. Cheese or something. Chuck E. Cheese actually is the best pizza in the world. I know, I love it there. Can we just say that Paris Hilton getting married at Chuck E. Cheese would be the best twist ending of the year? You can see that probably not happen on Peacock, where Paris and Love is now streaming. Number two. Now, let's get our game on with our number two pick, The Challenge All-Stars. The competition series' second All-Star edition welcomes back 24 of the fiercest players from the franchise's long history, including some who haven't competed in more than 20 years. But that doesn't mean their past relationships and grudges have died out. They'll face obstacles both in and out of the game on their quest to take home the win and the $500,000 prize. Here is a preview. I want to make my kids proud, the fans proud. My only option is to win. Season two will be the best challenge that they ever had. We're back. The competition is going to get nasty. Last season was the first time I have ever lost a final. I am back for redemption. Oh, God! Something always comes around to bite you in the ass. See, what did we tell you? There is gonna be drama galore among these players. This season's roster includes hardcore challenge veterans like Brad Fiorenza and Katie Doyle, along with some who, as we mentioned, have had a long break in between competitions. Here is two-time winner and challenge legend Tyler Duckworth on why he said yes to All-Stars 2 after over a decade away from the franchise. You know, it's hard because you're like, I went out on top, and you're like, all right, well... You know, do I ruin my legacy? I, you know, I, I won two in a row, and I won it, like, against pretty stacked caps. But, you know, that was 11 years ago, and I was, like, when you've already won, especially two in a row, for me, it was more about, I just want to compete. I want to do the crazy challenges. I want to see if I, if I still have it. You know, if I can jump off of crazy high things, or if I can do puzzles. And so that was my challenge. And I was going to see, what, and, like, how I was going to interact with people. And, like, could I keep my cool in stressful situations? And how the political game was going to play, you know? So that was like how I, that was, that was the metric I guess I was working with in terms of what a win would be defined for me. 
Well, you can see how he does as the competition gets underway. The season premiere of the Challenge All-Stars is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. It's trivia time. The Challenge has awarded a cash prize for most of its existence, except for its first season back in 1998. What was the grand prize for the inaugural season of the show? A paid trip for two, a private concert, or a brand new car? Stick around for that answer and our number one pick. What to Watch will be right back. Welcome back to EW's What to Watch. Today's What You're Watching segment is a little different. Chuck Todd has some recommendations from the 5th Meet the Press Film Festival, kicking off today at AFI Fest and featuring short documentaries on some of the most consequential current issues. So, Chuck Todd, What You're Watching. So what am I watching today? This is Chuck Todd with NBC News. I happen to be here on the ground in Los Angeles for the fifth annual Meet the Press Film Festival, where we are showcasing some of the best short documentary films made anywhere around the world, let alone here in this country. One in particular that has caught my attention is called Lynching Postcards, and I hope you get a chance to see it. It's going to be very tempting actually to look away from this because you don't want to see it, but this is a story about how these postcards came to be. People would be proud to participate in these lynchings of black Americans and actually want to get their picture taken. And then they would send it like a postcard, the social media of the early 20th century in many ways. Well, it's an important film, seeing it, understanding, as we argue about how to teach race and racism in America, this documentary short is one that I think you need to see, you need to understand, and it gives you the proper perspective. So check us out, check that out, check all of these documentary shorts out. There's some terrific films, and you can find it virtually today at fest.afi.com. That one sounds like a powerful watch for sure. You can check out the documentary shorts, as he said, at fest.afi.com, and you can see Todd on Meet the Press Reports tonight at 9 on NBC News Now or Friday on Demand on Peacock. And now it is time for our explosive number one pick, the Station 19 and Grey's Anatomy crossover event. The two dramas are coming together again this week as an explosion rocks Seattle, ripping apart a neighborhood and changing the station firefighters' lives forever. Rumor has it, someone isn't making it out of the crossover alive, and both teams will be pushed to their limits dealing with the fallout. Here is a preview. Was that an earthquake? Or a bomb. What the hell was that? This is going to get worse. Get everyone out! They could ignite every house in the neighborhood. We're being thrown into the deep end. Pay attention so you don't get hurt. Car. We're going to be flooded with massive trouble. We need all the help we can get. My gosh, that is intense. 
Of course, because it's Station 19 and Grey's, though, there's a lot of other drama to deal with, too. Theo and Vic hit a relationship milestone, forcing Vic to reckon with her feelings about commitment, while Dean considers a potential new career opportunity. And in Minnesota, Meredith and Amelia meet up with a familiar face who assists in their study. You can see how it all goes down and who goes down starting tonight at 8 on ABC. And finally today, the answer to our trivia question. What was the grand prize in the first season of the challenge? Was it a paid trip for two, a private concert, or a brand new car? Hopefully you didn't resort to Google for this. The answer is a paid trip for two. The winners of that first season received the trip to San Jose, Costa Rica. Ever since, the show has handed out a cash prize instead. Well, that is going to do it for today's episode. We'll have more news and must-see picks for you tomorrow, so be sure to follow or subscribe to What to Watch so you don't miss our daily recommendations, more of which can be found at EW.com. I'm senior TV editor Jared Hall. You can find us on Twitter at EW and at Jared Hall. Thanks so much for listening, and have a great day. What to Watch. Today's episode of What to Watch was written by Tyler Aquilina, edited and produced by Joshua Heller, hosted and produced by Jared Hall, and executive produced by Shana Naomi Krokmal.